Live from the old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Carmen and Yurko on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. The Friday football feast continues on the Carmen and Yurko Show. Live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Tinley Park. If you are with us, you can still see the show on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Saints in the red zone. It's been a struggle all year. Carr, short, Camara inside the 10, inside the 5, lunging for the touchdown. That'll fix your red zone woes. Get it into the hands of Alvin Kamara. 18 yards out, and the Saints are on the board. Taysom Hill in at quarterback. Another designed run for Hill. Cuts it to the right side. Hill with speed to the pylon for a Saints touchdown. Car to throw. Wants to go deep. He's got Shahid out there. He's got it. And Shahid in for the touchdown. 58 yards to give New Orleans the lead. Second down and 10. Takes the screen. The give to Kamara up the middle. Kamara all the way in for a Saints touchdown. Rowing his way for six. That was last week. You wonder if the Saints, you know, maybe uh, unlock something or... If they just feasted on a Colts D that was struggling to prevent big explosive plays from happening. They lost Rashid Shahid a few times, which you simply cannot do. We'll talk about him more in a second. Kamara's back, so that helps their offense. And, and look, certainly Derek Carr's capable of this. If, if we know anything, Derek Carr will string a few games like this together, and then he'll revert back. And, you know, that's kind of what makes him Derek Carr, no disrespect, but just sort of like an average quarterback but the Saints look good last week after averaging just 15.5 points per game through their first four they're averaging 27.3 Yurko uh, nearly double I mean when you think about it you're, well not, yeah you're getting close to double um, in their last four games and again they just really feasted with some big explosive plays Rashid Shahid get to know the name uh, potentially because in his second year uh, he's starting to show out a little bit he's dangerous in the return game uh, he was very dangerous in the receiving game last week. He had three catches for a buck fifty-one. That's crazy. He leads the NFL right now in yards per catch. He's at about twenty-one yards per reception. He's got two of the eighteen fastest mile per hour times this year. Both of them were touchdowns, a receiving touchdown and a punt return touchdown. So the Bears will be wise to make sure that they do not lose sight of him and let him take the top off of their defense on Sunday. But uh, they've 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 got a tall order against. You know, aside from what the Saints have done offensively to look a little bit better here the last couple of weeks, certainly last week, it's a defense that uh, is pretty good. They don't put a ton of pressure on the quarterback, and they only have five more sacks than the Bears, but their coverage unit is really good, and they've got a couple of elite corners right now. Uh, you know, Carm, when you look at the challenges that you can have, your offense struggles going against pretty damn good defense, and they don't need to have a tremendous pass rush to kind of stifle a Bears offense that is struggling with Bajan at quarterback position. That's a little, little limited, maybe? Yeah, you know? it's, yeah. A li- it's, a limit, uh, it's a little limited because we haven't seen a lot. Yeah. You know, you, everything's been close to the line of scrimmage. Everything's been horizontal. You had one deep ball last week. Then you had a couple of mistake throws. Yeah. All quarterbacks are going to make mistakes. You hope they don't kill you. Last week, there were mistakes that kill you. Yesterday, you watched the game last night. 
How many ball did, uh, balls did Will Levis throw in the air that should have been intercepted that were dropped by the Pittsburgh Steelers defenders? Yeah, still those turnover-worthy yeah, throws. Right, just, and yeah. there, there were a slew of those, one over the middle that should have been intercepted before ultimately they intercepted the ball near the goal line. But if you were a Pittsburgh fan last night, you were very frustrated. So you've been, I think if you're a Pittsburgh fan, you've been frustrated all year. Right. Some other 5-3, and three, uh, more on that in a right, minute. Right, but, but get to the Bears' offense and to say, hey – more balls need to be going downfield. More balls need to be going out on time when guys are breaking. Mm. That needs to happen. It needed to happen with Justin Fields at quarterback. It needs to start happening again with uh, Bajan at the quarterback position. I know who your threat is. Mooney's also a threat. And if you know Mooney's got to be able to find a way to get open, but the throws need to be made. The one thing Bajan's willing to do is throw the ball in tight areas. Yeah, yeah, which I is agree kind with that. of a which is a positive sign. I but I just the way Luke Getzey kind of the rhythm of his offense yeah. last week didn't yeah. resemble to the rhythm of the offense the week before. Yeah, and that's unsettling. And I worry in New Orleans, tough place to win for a young quarterback. Yep. On whether Bajan's going to be up to the task or not, and defensively, quite frankly, I, the, the, they're try hard. Yeah, they're going to bust their butt and they're going to try hard, but sometimes it's just not good enough. Uh, they're going to face. That's in, what I worry about. Yeah, they're going to face a New Orleans uh, team that is uh, New Orleans defense that is top eight in the NFL in EPA per play success rate and defensive DVOA. Uh, pass defense and third down defense is where they've been very very good. We were just talking about that, and the Saints are holding opposing quarterbacks to a seventy three point two quarterback rating this year. Only Baltimore's defense has been better. So young, inexperienced quarterback in a hostile environment like New Orleans, tough. I, I barely count last week as a road game, York. I, I just, it, it's really not, right? You go to play the Chargers in L.A., especially if you're the Bears, kind of have the crowd on your side. This is Bajan's first road test, you know? I mean, and so. Uh, even though the Bear fans were kind of quiet last week because there's down 14 nothing and 17 nothing, and you're but quiet. This, this you're going to be, you're, you're the enemy now. You know, yes. you go into L.A. to play the Rams or the Chargers, you're really not yeah, the you're, enemy. You're clearly the enemy like, in Now this you're situation. the enemy in this situation. Um, yeah, and so more specifically on some of the finer points of this matchup when Yurko does his keys in a little bit. You, know, you mentioned Pittsburgh. I did not see Thursday Night Football yet. I, the charity event was last night, um, So I, and I just didn't go back and catch up this morning. It wasn't a game I was rushing to catch up on. No, I mean, I, right. I looked at the I, box I, score. I, I saw the fourth quarter. I'm going to tell you. And, and I said this last week. Peggy and I were talking about some of the games. We were talking about the Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers, even yesterday in another win, have been outgained in every game they've played this year. Needless to say, they are the only team in the long history of the National Football League this deep into a season to have been outgained in every game and still have a winning record. They're 5-3, and three, and quite frankly... You want to talk about, like, how in the hell is that possible? They are being outgained by more than 110 yards per game. That is absurd. And they have a they winning win? record. You keep teams out of the it's end zone. absurd. Or you force the turnover late. You I know, can't. late in the drive, you force the turnover. Did they kick three field goals yesterday? 16 points? Is that what they had? Yeah, yeah uh, Tennessee finished it. 2016 yeah, was the final. Right? Yeah. Yes. They gave three field goals. Yeah. That's how you win when you score touchdowns and you give it's up field goals. It's just incredible. You don't have to be as productive. They can score six times, only score 18 points. You score three times, score 21. 
That's simple. Can we take That's them seriously, though, with some of their, like, when you look well, at some of the underlying pain. metrics, I'll too? I'll tell you what it is, though. They're a pain in the ass to play. I think you're right about that. Their defense is still I'd very try, good. How do you like to be a great team going, oh, we're going to play Pittsburgh, or yeah. Pittsburgh's coming in to play us, who cares? And all of a sudden, they come in there with that, that, that the, the stinginess. And T.J. Watt. They, they come in where they raise the level of play when it has to be raised. And they frustrate the living hell out of you. Why, why? How do you combat that? I don't know. A team that's just feisty and scrappy and doesn't want to go away. I mean, how do you kill that rattler? Even when you cut the head off, the body's still moving, and the teeth want to strike you, you know? Yeah. So that, that's what Pittsburgh is. Well coached, right? Most of the time they're disciplined, but they feel like they're never out of it no matter what the game is. Well, and, and, and their defense, obviously. Without the defense, there's no way they're in this position. T.J. Watt, like makes at least two plays every game that, like, seem to change everything. And it's almost like your point. How do they do it, and why are they a pain in the ass to play? Because T.J. Watt, like, at any moment can just wreck you, even a good team or bad team. Uh, Highsmith continues to blossom and play well. You've, you've talked about the rookie. The, Joey Porter Jr. looks right. great. Yes, he does. I didn't even see yesterday's game, but, I mean, like, yeah. He looks great so far. He had I mean, an so, interference penalty, but he's he? getting after people. Like you their know, defense and, and like TJ Watt just can at any moment Imagine. can do something that can turn the game in their favor, and I guess that's how they win. But to to be outgained the way they've been outgained and the way they've been outscored to be five and three uh, is just it's incredible. So what it's what never I think, been I think what happened never happened when, before. When they're getting down to the playoffs, if Pittsburgh's got a chance to play. The team that looks like they're going to have to play them, they're like, oh, no. Yeah, you're, you're probably oh, right. come on. Anybody but these guys. Right. You know, they're such a pain in the ass. They're such grapplers. They're such fighters. You're going to keep. And the longer Pittsburgh stays in the game, mm. yeah, the T- more yeah, likely yeah. it is they find yes. a way to win. Yeah, TJ makes a play that like, it, changes the game. You're right. It, the lo- you're 100% the right The longer they're in the game, the, the, you give them a reason not to play anymore, the, you've achieved your job against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's really crazy. And there he is again, 5-3. Tomlin. Five and three. Five and three. Uh, a top. They're on top, right? Yeah, well, Baltimore, to B- Baltimore's going to. Well, you know, I don't know. That division's good. I mean, it's, it's maybe the only, like, top to bottom really good division. You know, uh, Cleveland's weird because what's going on with the quarterback. Like, right. are we, uh, is Deshaun Watson out again? He's playing. Okay. Um, you know, that's a whole goofy thing. You know, you're forced to play P.J. Walker. And not, not that Deshaun's been great. For crying out loud, the last time we did see – Deshaun Watson, he threw one horrible pick and should have thrown another on the play in which he was hurt on a couple weeks ago against the Colts. Kenny Moore couldn't hold on to that ball. It's like, he looks terrible. But I think top to bottom, that's probably the one division that you can pinpoint and say, this is is pretty quality. I don't think that exists within any other division right now. I I think Baltimore's going to be the last team standing, but it's, it's tough in there. I did my confidence picks this week. I picked all home teams except for one. All home teams except for one. You picked one road team. Yeah, uh, one to road win team. outright. Uh, and it wasn't the Bears. I got no, New Orleans winning that game. I know it's not the Bears. But this was a week, and we talked about road records in the, in the NFL and how the road team has won their share of games this year. Home field advantage. This is, is a weird year, or weird week, I should say, where I believe the home teams have got the real advantage. Every And if the game was close, three points, I chose the home team this week. Let me guess. The only team you picked to win on the road was uh, Sunday Night Football, Buffalo. Buffalo against Kansas City? No, Buffalo's playing um, Buffalo's playing uh, Cincinnati. No, I picked Cincinnati. You did. All right. Yeah. Um, what road team do you think Yurko picked? The Rams over the Packers? It's uh, No, I picked the Packers. You picked the Packers? Yeah. Boy, do they stink. I'm going to it right now. Thank goodness. 
No, I, I just got the home teams this week uh, for some I don't know. Uh, Vikings over the Falcons no. with the backup quarterback? Uh, nope. I got the Atlanta Falcons. You got the Falcons? All the home teams because of the quarterbacks that aren't playing, the this, the that. I just think this is a week that's going to call for the home team to be victories. I'm, I'm, gonna get, I'm pulling it up right now. Bucks uh, over the Texans. No. No. <laughs> no. I'll get it for you right here. All right. I'm, I'm going to find it for you. I just that, Don't tell me uh, Colts over Panthers. I like the Panthers this week. I like the Panthers. Although also. I just need the Panthers to cover three. I don't here think. it is. Confidence picks. My picks. It's good that this is the computer he's got his confidence picks Told you. Right? Look, I got three last night. I pick? had Pittsburgh winning. I told you. All right, good. It's a good thing I got Tampa. off an extension cord. No, no. Tampa against Houston. Guys, Tampa. Oh, so I did say I, I said did, Bucks. I yeah. took Tampa Bay against Houston. Against Houston. That's well, the other I went, one. Look, but take a look. Everybody, everybody's a home team all the way up and down the lineup. Okay. Home teams. Are you ready for uh, your keys? Including Kansas City. You got yeah, KC whenever, winning? Whenever you're ready. I got a slight lean on Miami. You got you, KC You want winning? them right now? Mm. When we come back. You sure? Yeah, absolutely. I'm ready. Yurko's got his. Do you I have put, them all prepared on a spreadsheet like put, Peggy? I put them on my computer. That's why I had to have a, yeah, right. my extension card. Yeah, Adam had to bust out a, a, a new ex, a, a Good. extension card. God forbid. We said, Yurko, what are you going to be doing on that computer? Watching the races. The no, race. no, 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 no. Not watching the races. Looking at horses and taking pictures of his screen with his phone so he remembers which horses he That was he yesterday. Likes. How'd you yesterday. do? How'd that work out for you? They're all running today. They run today. Oh, I wanted to keep today. them in the uh, top of mind. Okay. And if they don't go, they're not top of mind. I look at the number, you know, what I thought, and there it was. Yurko's smoking hot keys to a Bears victory coming up next. Today's live broadcast of the Carmen and Yurko Show is brought to you by the letter F. It's Friday. We're having fun. We're super excited about Football, very good class, and let's not forget food. Yummy! Put it all together now. It's a Friday football feast. Brought to you by Miller Lite and Buffalo Wild Wings on ESPN Chicago. Hope you're having a great Friday. We are at Buffalo Wild Wings in Tinley Park with Miller Lite. You can win Bears tickets. You kill the chicken nachos. I love the chicken nachos. I love them. I don't even know what. It's like my favorite thing at. To get at Buffalo Wild Wings. Right. Is that crazy? No, it's not at I all. I love them. You get them every time. You know what else is sneaky good? The the, the, the cauliflower uh, bites. Right. Delicious. With oh, the yeah. wing sauce on it. Delicious. You're a big fan of cauliflower. Delicious. Absolutely delicious. Love it. So yeah, we're live I'm just here. just the wing guy. I just get the wings, man. Yeah, you like the wings. Traditional. Yeah, I like the wings, too, you know? I mean, Traditional wings with the bone, Carm. Right. Yeah, Yurko does not like the boneless. No, no, no. I'll no. eat those, too. I don't mind. I love it, man. It's all good. You all can right. have them. Um, let us now do uh, the keys to the game. Brought to us by? You tell us. Verdoliac Law Group. Our good friends at Verdoliac Law Group. Good friends. How about great friends? You got the men and right. women at the Verdoliac Law Group get it done. Yes, they do. That's just what they do. It's it, that's what it says on the door. We get it done. Sixty years. That's it. Forty thousand satisfied clients. Forty thousand. Forty thousand. Get her done. That's your sweet Aiken Panache. All right, your uh, Bears going to Nola. They're about an eight, eight and a half point underdog. Against a 4-4 four four Saints team. Yurko, I ask you, what are the keys to Carmen, I'm glad you asked. The Superdome, New Orleans. The Big Easy. Reminds, the Big Easy. Reminds me of my prom date back in high school. All right. These <laughs> are the keys. Him. <laughs> yeah. 
These are the keys to a Bears victory down in New Orleans at the Superdome on Sunday noon. Key number one. We've got to ask more of Tyler Bajant. Okay. Can't go uh, horizontal the way we've been going horizontal. You give me one pass downfield and that's all you're going to give me? I say no. I want to see more for Bajant getting down the field. Bajant, that's his name. That's what I want to see. Tyler Bajan. More balls Tyson. Tyson Bajan. Whatever the hell his name is, you know what I'm talking about. The Maggette. Key number two. So we got a new man on the defense, Sweaty. That's right. Sweaty. Sweat's going to be there, and he's going to be getting after the quarterback. Hey, Hopefully he brings up the level of play of Yannick Ngakwe. What we need to see is more pressure on Carr, the quarterback. Yannick Ngakwe. I just said that. You didn't. Tyson. Ngakwe. <laughs> Either way, Sweat's got to help Ngakwe. All Not of them got to help each it's other. Ngakwe. They've got to get to the quarterback. The keys, please. Key number three. <laughs> Turnovers, gentlemen. Turnovers and interceptions. Jalen Johnson wants to get paid. Uh. I want Jalen Johnson to get paid, but young man, what we need are interceptions. We yeah. need to strip of a wide receiver, pick the ball up, and return it for a touchdown. That's what I'm looking for. Defensive scores, specifically out of the guy that wants to get paid, and his name is Jalen Johnson. Key number four. Wow. On what a pass. big, easy Friday. Big key easy. number four. What has our special teams given us this year? Well, usually it's like Bayless Jones doing something silly. There's that. What the special teams has given us this year, simply is put, is field goals and extra points. That's it. It's not enough. I want more. Whether it's Jones Jr., whether it's Taylor, whether it's whoever back there, I want something done via the punt return and or a punt block. When's the last time the Chicago Bears blocked a punt? Uh, Top of my head, I don't know. It feels like forever. They yeah, blocked the field goal this year, but now I'm asking for a block punt. I want a block punt. If they get a block punt, I swear to you, we're going to find a way to victory. And those are the keys to a Bears victory against New Orleans Saints at the Superdome at the Big Easy. Yeah, nobody does it like Yurko, right, folks? I mean, he's getting a standing ovation. Tyler Bajan and how does he say Ngakwe? So good. It is Tyler Bajan. What's his name? It's Yannick and Jaquani. Ngakwe. Yannick Ngakwe. 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 Not Ngakwe. I just said it right. When was the last time the Bears beat the Saints? 1991. Uh, no, it's been more recent. Well, of course. No, they beat the Saints down in New Orleans in 1991. Uh, in 91, They okay. haven't beat them in New Orleans since 1991. Um, is that, hold on. Is that right? Uh, what about, uh, two, oh, yeah, because 05, were they, they, were, they would have been playing in... It was Katrina, so they were playing in Houston, right, Yerk? Planet so that Houston. game was the Bears won that game, but that game was not in New Orleans. So I think technically you are right, my in friend. In New Orleans, nineteen ninety one was the last time the Bears won in New Orleans. Yes, damn, that's a long time ago. Uh, I didn't. Waddle ask, was on that team. Yeah, I didn't ask the last time they won in Houston. The, the, no, no, no. But I, but it, all right, that's a good catch though because because yeah, I'm an expert. And they because they, they did have a they've got a win on their ledger against New Orleans no, I as the you. road team, but that was the year of Katrina. You. Yeah, they haven't beaten the Saints since December of two thousand eight. They haven't beaten them. Period. That's a long time. They have lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, including the playoff loss. Seven straight to the Saints. The last win was uh, in nineteen. 19- 91. Waddle played in that game, and I think I heard Waddle talking about it. the box score. Let's see what kind of game I think Waddle was talking about it with Sylvie the other day, saying that Harbaugh at one point was 2 of 19 
for like 35 yards in the well, game. I like, mean, that was Richard Jackson, Pat Swilling. Well, that was the best linebacker. Sam Mills. Like, the best collection of linebackers Vaughn ever. Vaughn Johnson was on that team. Was, He's a linebacker. Who, who was the linebackers coach? Um, uh, the, the, the Steve Sidwell. No. <laughs> Steve Sidwell. John no. Peace. No. No, who was it? You all right? It? Yeah. He is a current defensive coordinator in the league now and probably the most highly regarded defensive coordinator in the league now. Vic Fangio. Oh, okay. Vic Linebacker Fangio coach, yeah. was the – Waddle always talks about that. Because you like you're that? right. Those linebackers were incredible. And Vic Fangio was a young coach and was the linebackers coach. Go, go to the Bears' uh, stats. Let me see the Bears' stats. Waddle said at one point – There our guy, the, our, the, the police chief, he remembered it. Yeah. He was like two Beasley. of – Can you imagine being two of 19? He is 5 of 22 for the game. For 61 yards. For 61 yards. And the Bears won. And the Bears want him to be their head coach. Five of 22 oh with two interceptions, three sacks, 61 yards. Bobby Bear was 27 of 39 for 291, two touchdowns and an INT, but the Bears sacked him three times. I'm going to find Waddle's stats. Waddle uh, had two catches for 17 yards and a touchdown in that game. Caught a and tight. Waddle had the go-ahead touchdown right. to get the Bears the win in that game. How about Morton Anderson, 60-yarder in that game? Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. How about that? You had it highlighted right there. Brad Muster, good old Brad Muster, had a six-yard touchdown run. Coach Dick. That's uh, the last time they won in New Orleans. Saints Brad Muster. Hey. That's the last time they won. Carmen. Waddle and Muster were scoring touchdowns. The Saints were favored by six and a half. The over-under was 32 points. <laughs> they must have known something. dude. 32 points. That's so 91. Over-under. That's unbelievable. Well, the game went over. All right, the go Bears down. Let's win, see what else and we the, and the game went over. How many I first down the Bears Monster. have? Hold on, Red slow Monster. down. New Orleans only had 13 first downs. Yeah, yeah. The Bears were competitive. Go down to the defensive stats. Let's go. Uh, defense here. Sacks. Sean Gale had McMichael, the interception. Uh, and, uh, Roper. and John Rober had, uh, each had a sack. Pat Swilling, uh, James Williams, and Jim Wilkes each had a sack for New Orleans. Good times. Uh, um, all right, if you're going to New Orleans this weekend. Right. If I, were, if I were to pass along some advice, a couple of pieces of advice. Can you release this on the gram? Sure. You want me to just put it on Twitter? And, and the X notes. I want you to tell the world, oh. but then I want you to release it on the gram. Well, how on the gram? That's more of like a exchange Twitter, don't you think? Gram. Like, don't exchange you think a gram. Exchange a gram? Yeah. On the gram? I think it's more of like a Twitter thing because I could just say. Well, either way. I love New Orleans. So um, you know, you can post your, tw- your tweets on Instagram, right? can post your tweets on Instagram. Yeah. Don't, don't confuse this old man, no, you okay? Can. can you? Yes, They're competing you can. companies. Easy, it doesn't doll. matter. Easy, man. Aren't they competing companies? Don't they hate each other? Doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't you, Zuckerberg you... want to fight um, uh, Elon matter. Musk? Yeah, so what? They want to fight all the way to the moon. That's listen, what they want to do. Listen, Black, watch it back there. <laughs> space. Uh, I didn't know you could do that. So we, all right, let's get I to can, the point. Do you want let's me to do it? Let's do this during the break. All right. Yeah, let's get the, <laughs> some, some great places I to would go say, in New Orleans. I would say uh, Hotel Monteleone is a must. Now, you're never going to get a spot at the Carousel Bar, right. which is a fully functioning Carousel, carousel bar. bar. It's yeah. one of the coolest bars in the world. But you'll never get a spot. Right. Um, unless you kind of like sit there and stake it out. But just the entire bar area slash lobby area of the Hotel Monteleone around the Carousel Bar is great. It's the best Sazerac in New Orleans, which is famous for Sazeracs, and they make a lot of good ones. Theirs is the best. There's always live music on the weekends, right? and that's the best thing. If you like music, you'll love New Orleans because you can basically walk into any bar, and they're like world-class musicians that just pop in and start playing the piano. or It's incredible. And so Hotel Monteleone, I would say, is a must. Uh, Charlie Bevins was very grateful that I gave him the tip of stopping uh, if you're banging around the quarter 
uh, stopping at uh, Aaron Rose for a frozen Irish coffee. Uh, Charlie was there, and he was in heaven. Because Charlie Bevins was just there. Frozen Irish coffee. Frozen Irish coffee at Aaron Rose is top-notch, Yurko. What, what's in that? I don't know, but it's good. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's just like an Irish coffee and they put it by. I, I don't know. I don't know what. They, it comes out of a machine. You th- you walk into a 7-Eleven and you're pouring a Slurpee. It's that good. And it's amazing. It's like the greatest adult milkshake you'll ever have in your life. It's so oh, good. All right. So I would say do that. And then, uh, What's you next? Know, Maybe hit up Lafitte's. You know, Lafitte's is always fun. They got like a piano player that takes requests. Lafitte's. Lafitte's is fun. Lafitte's is a good place. So those would be like the top three. All right. You know what? You got to be a smart ass. I mean, I get it already. I get it already. Next thing you know, he's going to say Latos. I want you to go Latos. It's carbon like the place called Lafitte's. What's the matter with you? Which translates, for those that don't speak French, to the feet. Lafitte's black shit, a blacksmith. Black what? Oh, boy. Lafitte's Blacksmith Shop, you smart ass. <laughs> All right, wow. time, time, time to break. Such hey, a I mean, what else you got? <laughs> and then I want you to go by La Heels. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. what's I love how you it? caught that, and that's what you thought. You're yeah, like, I'm like, why does Adam think that's I heard so it, funny? I heard it, too. I thought You're it was funny. What's the matter with you guys? <laughs> Lafitte's is a fun place, in all seriousness. All right, we'll take a quick break. We got Crosstalk in 30. Matt Eberflus meets the media. Let's we'll see if he's on time today. In about 15 minutes or so, we'll carry that live, and we'll get into the coach's final thoughts before they depart for the Week 9 matchup against the Saints in New Orleans. We'll be right back. This is the Football Feast at Buffalo Wild Wings in Tinley Park. Brought to us by Miller Lite. This is the new home of the Bears. ESPN Chicago. We're going to cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie in 30. Uh, We're having a great time out here with Miller Lite at Buffalo Wild Wings. A good group out here. Great group, man. Good great group. group. I had a guy just came up to me and said he was on the St. Rita. St. Rita? St. Rita. Not St. Rita. St. Lawrence Vikings Saint 1981 Lawrence. soccer championship team in the state of Illinois. All right. And they're back in the state final, so we wish them good luck. My uh, nephew. Again, yeah, got, I'm still not over it. They got hosed. Central I know. got hosed last against week. Against Naperville North. Against North, yeah. He they was onside. They called he him was onside. Yeah, yeah. My, ne- my nephew scored the equalizer late in the game. He was onside. Clearly, when you see the face. They, you, you, I should show you the picture. I don't know what Carm, the linesman could have been looking at. Carm, they ran the, uh, not when he possessed the ball, when the pass was made. When the pass was made. He had it when the pass was made, whether it was on or off. Or did he already receive the ball? No, he was when the pass was made. Okay, he's on the seven-yard line. You can see it. The yeah. last defender's on the five-yard line. Oh boy, that's bad. That's bad. That's the linesman made a bad call. Posed. There. Yeah, I can see um, why you're so upset. I guess I'll. He must have got caught in the arson winger offside trap. Uh, you should talk soccer with Mike, with my nephew Michael. He'd love I'd it. Love He'd to. get a kick out of it because he loves. I'd show, Mo- I'd show Modric highlights all day. He knows Modric. Him and like, yeah, Rakitic. He knows Modric. and Brozovic uh, and Kovacevic. We have a great crowd Kovacic. out here. We got some young kids. We had one little baby, a month old, new baby, one month old. They're in the back. I said over new there. babies are the best. He's the got. Best. He, he had one month of uh, daddy daycare where he got off. Yes, work. right. He's going back. He said, "I got to get back to the grind tomorrow." And so he's like, "I'm going to go see Carmen and York. He's got the little brand new one month one old. One month old. So so delicate at that point. You How know? old? Two month old tomorrow. Happy birthday! Hey, best part about babies Happy is birthday. making them. Yeah. Well, that's after true that too. you got to raise them. 
Danny Lynch. Uh, Not as much fun. Uh, one of our MCs. Danny's going to, his wife is having their first yeah, in, in about found, a month I here. I found that out yesterday. Yeah, well, well. What a surprise. Said, uh, yeah. You, it, it, Yurko said, who's the father? And uh, <laughs> I did not. I did <laughs> but that not. is something you would say. I mean, no, you know it. Lynchy, that's great. You know who, uh, who's the father? Yeah. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> He's a teammate. Oh, my God. And so, yeah, new babies, great, man. They, they yeah. smell nice. and you They know, do. Good smelling they babies. They can't go anywhere. They don't really get in trouble. They don't talk back. You and Joe Biden smelling babies. It's What's great. going on over Does there? Does Joe Biden smelling babies? Oh, he I loves that? smelling I kids. I love the smell of new baby. Yeah. New baby smells awesome. He's a weirdo. What does that mean he loves smelling kids? Uh, he does. I didn't say that. <laughs> I never smell a child. I'm just saying. <laughs> he does. Um, thanks again uh, to all of my great teammates and uh, everybody who came out last night to support. A big to-do, Carmen. Yeah, our charity event, the ninth annual Bourbon and Bacon, was last night at Binney's Marcy Street. Um, nine years, Yerk, we've been doing it. Even COVID didn't stop us. Now, we did a virtual event in 2020, but we still were able to raise funds still that year. Still funds, Carm. Nothing has stopped us. Next year will be uh, the 10th uh, anniversary, the 10th annual. I can't believe that. And, Something uh, you said last night kind of hit to heart. Oh, really? And that was, well, yeah, it's kind of hard to penetrate this thing I got. <laughs> Black piece of charcoal they call my heart. But you said when you guys started raising money for cystic fibrosis, the average life was. Well, well it, 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 the, the, for, for most of the, you know, certainly the 20th century and even into the early part of uh, this century and, and the foundation had started back in the 1950s, I want to say. Right. You know, uh, life expectancy for people born with cystic fibrosis was about 13. I mean, 13 years old. Uh, and now it's uh, like 42, I think. Right. 42 years of age. Which is incredible. And you and, got young nephews and, that yep. both play sports now. Yes, soccer and football. They're out there they're almost living normal life, right? 100%. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Um, and that's great. And they're. Their lives are filled with uh, challenges on a daily right. basis. Yes. I mean, yes. for, and people don't know a lot about cystic fibrosis because it's one of those, you know, like not a lot of people have it, but it's weird because a lot of people are carriers of one of the two defective genes. You'd, you'd go your whole life if you'd never been tested, um, not knowing. Obviously, my brother carries a copy of the defective genes. So does my sister-in-law. They went their whole lives never knowing that. Right. Probably never even really knowing what cystic fibrosis was. And then what happens is if you and your partner each have one of the defective genes, there's a likelihood, or not a likelihood, but there's, there's a, a chance. chance that you will pass the defect on to your offspring. And unfortunately, it happened. Not unfortunately. I shouldn't say it in those terms. But it happened to both my nephews. And um, it's challenging. Like, it's a really challenging physical disease but like the stuff that has happened in terms of um just medicine and treatments uh there's a miracle drug that uh hit the market a few years ago called trikafta that has done wonders for people in the cf community and uh yeah it's just extending lives uh longer and longer and it allows my nephews to be mostly you know totally normal active. young high school yeah. kids and very active and you know michael who's the soccer player uh you know, we were, Yurko had brought up the fact how well-conditioned they are. We were talking in the office soccer the other day. Players, yeah. And what soccer players normally, like the, the, the litmus test from even at, at their level in high two school. Two miles, 12 minutes. Two miles, 12 minutes. I mean, my nephew runs like a mile in like 5'10". And he's got a debilitating lung disease, you know. And it's incredible. Um, so without the help, basically it's like a long-winded way of me saying, without the help of, 
you know, people that truly care to try to make a difference. And, and there are a million charities for people to pick, and you should spread it around. I mean, re- you really should. There are a lot of That's right. noble, worthwhile um, causes out there. You should John be Yerkovich philanthropic in your life. Fund. The John Yerkovich Scholarship Fund. Like, you should do things to help if you have the means. And the support that we've had with just this one little event that we've done for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation means a lot. In the nine years we've done it now, Yerk, I think we're, last night I think we were, uh, we're going to come in somewhere around $80,000 raised. And we don't, we have got great sponsors, but we aren't, like this isn't an event where sponsorships are ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a pop. Um, we love our sponsors. We love what they contribute. So much of this is just based on people showing up, buying right. $125 tickets, yeah. saying, I'll go, um, I'll do something charitable. I'll have a great night and hang with all you guys and eat great food and drink bourbon and then donate to the silent auction. Like, we're going to do about $80,000 from last night. It just means a lot. It goes a long way. And so uh, thank you to all you guys who always come out and support and all the fans that have, like, year after year, I see, we see so many of the same faces. Sometimes people don't even have a connection to the charity or to anyone with CF, and they just say, hey, it sounds like a fun thing, and we want to come and help. And I really do appreciate that. All the whiskey was great. The food, as always, poor Adam has to just stick to, Adam Abdallah has to stick to the cheese pizza because Adam uh, does not eat pork because he is Muslim. And so he sticks to that. And he's always salivating all over the great food that just looks and smells so good. I don't know how you do it, my friend, but thanks for coming. It's called discipline. Eating cheese pizza. Double the bourbon. (laughs) Double bourbon. And uh, Um, our buddy Chef Mark took care of me too. Yeah, Mark Newman from Greenwood Kitchen and Tap in Highwood. He took the... He was able to remove the bacon from this little bacon toast with this, like, pickled um, green tomato. It was incredible. Yeah. So at least he gave Adam one without the pork. On a, um, on a, on a biscuit. On, like, a, on a so brioche toast. Yes. Um, toast. Max Robbins, Chef Max, who Max has been there, uh, I think, every year at the event. Like, he's cooked at, I don't know how many different places over the years, and he's the, doing the, great stuff at Lettuce now. Chip cookies. Yeah, Max the, brought Summer House Santa Monica cookies and, and, and ramen and, some, and yeah. uh, he brought from Oakville. He brought, like, these little... Bacon bites soaked in like this cinnamon maple bourbon glaze. It was ridiculous. Um, Longman and Eagle, Chef Brian from Longman and Eagle had an incredible uh, bite of food. Bub City, the, did you get the? Did you get Chef Tim from Bub City? Did you get the yeah. butterscotch yeah. pudding? Yeah. Oh my god, that little thing, dude. And shot glass, dude. With it the whipped like, cream, come on, man. That was like with the candied bacon. Oh and the, my it was god, unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. And uh, Il well, Taco was there a lot with of the money. pizza puffs, like yeah. in Coletti's Pizza. We thanks. raised a lot of money. Thanks so much, everybody. I really, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Let's break. We got a break. Matt okay. Eberflus is going to meet the media soon, and some interesting Bears news. Really when interesting Bears news. Interesting. Good just, tease. Just something to go. Hmm. All right. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. We'll do that coming hmm. up next. Friday football feast continues on the Carmen and Yurko Show. Live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Tinley Park. If you are with us, you can still see the show on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. We got the Miller Light Toast coming up. We uh, wrap all these football feasts at B-Dubs, a little Miller Light Toast. We'll do that. Crosstalk as well, plus Maddie Eberflus is going to be the media. Justin Fields is throwing the football. That's what Adam was hinting at uh, before we went to break. There's some video in the dome at the Walter Payton Center of Justin throwing. I don't know how much he's done of that since the thumb injury. He's still listed as doubtful, though, Adam. Is that right? Yeah, so the injury report is out. He was limited in practice. He's listed as doubtful. But it's a good sign for Thursday. Yes. You know, if he doesn't yes. play this week, it's a good sign. I mean, Matt Eberflus has said all week that Bajan's going to play. He said it on Monday with Waddle So and I would say that this is a good sign for Thursday. Also, Jaquan Brisker, Nate Davis, Tremaine Edmonds all out. 
are all Four. out. Are all out on Boy. Sunday. Yikes! Uh, and Braxton Jones is questionable. He was a full participant in practice okay, today. Okay, so that's good. But no Brisker. No Jones, mm-hmm. no Tremaine Edmonds. Correct. Oh boy, yeah, they're in, they're they're in they're in deep I, I, against the Saints team that, believe me, is not overly impressive. Yeah, but it's challenging, you know, when you're you start to lose some of your playmakers at those at those. Well, levels. Matt Eberflus, we've been saying it all week: three and six against the spread when favor when a touchdown or, touchdown more, dog. or more dog. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, <laughs> not good at all. Yeah, you're and he's only a, won one of those games. Getting more than a touchdown. I mean, no, I don't know if you heard the update, York. No Edmonds, no Brisker, no Jackson. It makes the job be yeah, a little bit Yeah, it is going to be a problem. I got uh, 16 on the Saints this week. Yeah, so. you got a big number in your confidence picks. Right. And uh, I had to you, come up with something, that, you know, how they could win. And, I mean, I, 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 I don't, don't believe really it right it. now. I don't believe it. Um, I mean, they're in tough against New Orleans. Surprise me. Justin's doubtful, return to practice, and it is – Throwing. He was throwing today at practice. So maybe he does get turned around for Thursday, even though next week they play on the short week. Yeah, short week. But, I mean, that's fine. As long as he can throw the ball, he's right. your number one quarterback. Yep. He should be in the game. He this, should be starting if he can play on Thursday. This weekend is daylight savings time. It is, Carmen. We're a funny, kicking back. We're some, falling back. We're falling back. There's some funny stuff um, uh, on our social pages, on the station's social pages. And we've most of us have probably reposted it on our Instagram and on Twitter about our thoughts on daylight savings and i very much want to say like do away with it but the one the one thing they tried it in the 70s they scrapped it after a year and a big reason why is because it really can mess with as we get deeper into the winter the morning the lack of daylight in the morning you know and you start to worry about kids going to school when it's dark and i think that's kind of why they scrapped it pretty quickly you don't want kids riding bikes or walking to school in the dark. Um, and, yes, my kids ride their bikes even, like, when it's 10 degrees out. So these kids, it's good. You remember being a kid? You know, not, you know you're a parent or you're an adult. Put, you put on a jacket, put, put, bundle up. I mean, my son, when was it? Was it Tuesday? It was, like, 29 degrees in the morning. He rides his bike to school right. in shorts and a hooded sweatshirt. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? What's wrong well, with you? I'm I mean, fine, Dad. Like, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm like, you gotta, it's you gotta, degrees. You got to crack the whip a little like, bit. They're, they're youthful, got shorts They're youth, youthful. <laughs> you got shorts on. You know, but they don't want kids riding bikes, walking to school when it's uh, dark in the morning. So I think they changed it, if I'm not mistaken, in the 70s. They scrapped it after a year. And we get this silly thing where we bounce back and forth. I don't know what's right and what's wrong. It's annoying, I will say that. But the idea of, like, if we didn't do it, of not having the sun come up till when, 8.30? I mean, like, that would suck. And 8.45, 9 o'clock in the morning, the sun's coming up? I don't yeah. want that. Wouldn't that suck? Yeah, I mean, there are, there are lots of places that don't do daylight saving, though. Are there? Who doesn't do it? Does Arizona not? Doesn't Arizona not do it? Indiana, Indiana doesn't do it. Indiana Not my portion of Indiana. But, the, but like South Bend, where my brother used to live there, they said they're finally cutting it out. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's up to the states now. It's like a lot of laws these Is days. It's just up to the states? Yeah. <laughs> Time zones are up to the states now. So, so is that new this year that Indiana's not? No. No? When my brother was alive, they were doing oh, when you're, it. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So, wait, you're saying like in South Bend, they don't? They just, they, their time is the same. We change an hour. and Six months, I think, we're the same. Six months, we're different. Is that right? I believe so. I don't know that. Yeah. 
I had no idea. People in the Twitch chat are saying that the majority of Indiana does not do it. See, wow. that's my point. Only the upper corner does. Because of Chicago. the proximity to Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, didn't, I don't think I realized that. Like, when you get to LaPorte, you'll see the sign that says you are now entering EST. Mm. You go, yeah, East there is. It's right where the, uh, the windmills are. Yeah. That's when you go through the time warp. When you go south. Yeah. On 65. Yeah. So that's where St. Joe and Rennes-Lear are at. Gotcha. Yeah. Mile marker 202 or 201 to be exact. Did they just recently put up the signs that say you're now entering? Because I don't remember. Because I've been making that drive for over a decade now. The ones the South Whitney's from there. Have always been there. Okay. So when you're on uh, the tollway going... East to North okay. South Bend, that sign's always been. Because I just noticed it on 65 the last couple times yeah. we've been going. Because I was like, yeah. oh, it's a time warp. Yeah, you're in the time warp. Yeah. That's why Purdue is mile marker 175 and 172. On 65, my daughter's on a different time. Mm. Yeah, but that's just because of where the time zone. Right. Yeah, but, but that's got nothing to do with daylight months, savings. Six months she's with us. Same wow, time. that's wild. Six months, it's not the same time. Uh, I don't think I realize that. That's pretty wild. It's not six. It's really like now nine and three. Well, whatever. Yeah. Well, but from also like from booking and producing and stuff over the years, dealing with, you know, when Jesse and before him, Bruce was in Arizona. Yeah. Like, same hey, thing in Arizona. Now, That's I'm, why now I'm two hours behind. Right. Just now I'm remember. an hour behind. And then yeah. they, we change. They don't. It's like, mm-hmm. now I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. So where are we? Uh, yay or nay on daylight savings? Uh, it doesn't matter to me. I prefer uh, when my kids were young to be daylight going to school. Yeah. Period. I think Period. that's a big part of it. That was my preference. I'm going to yeah. hate Sunday when my yeah. daughter wakes up at 530 in the morning. This is your first year with it. Yeah. Experiencing it. Yeah. I know this. When my brother was a member at Knollwood, um, their league would go all the way. Like, it, it'd be light at 10 o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They could still play golf. They play golf. So his after golf, you know, after work golf late, you play 18 holes if you wanted. It, it never got dark. It seemed like. Well, you know why? Because they're probably on the western edge of the time yeah, zone. Yeah, 100%. Which is great. We already know that. Yes. We know Laporte is yes, the edge. Exactly. Yes. There you go. Which is great. You're right. For you them. Get that mu- for them. They get the summers extended yes. until the cows come At home. night. Yeah, you get it much later. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. See, we're on the eastern edge of the time zone, so we have it more, you know, the, on the opposite. That's why we get, you know, sun's up by 5 in the morning in the peak. Uh, and I like hours. that in the summer. I like that, too. June 21, I like that. Now I find myself, I can't get up till 7. I know. It sucks, dark. man. It sucks. And, like, we're just entering into it. I, oh, I hate it. What do you mean? Just, I, I, like, I love the holiday season. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I hate the, you know, like the shrinking daylight I lived, hours. I lived in Miami. I lived in Miami. I lived in Jacksonville. Okay? Yeah. I lived in both places. Christmas time, it stunk. That's why we can stay here through Christmas. You're it right. It stunk during Christmas time. But January, it's not doesn't stink I, I, anymore. I, I got Christmas lights on palm trees. It's, it doesn't it's silly. have the same effect. But it but doesn't do it, man. But you got to admit, come January, pretty good. Once the holidays are over, there's nothing, you know. Then then all of a sudden, Florida's there to visit. Well, it's well, always there. to I'll visit. I'll go visit January, February, March, April. Can I go visit them? If you want to, I'll go visit for I'm not going to stop you, Carm. I think you should do what you want. Take come Rex with you. I'm going to come live with you. You're going to go down there someday. Eventually, yeah. I I'm mean, go, not today or tomorrow. We'll go crash with Yurko. Ten years from now, I plan on going down That's there. That's what I mean. Yeah, you know, stretch my legs. Stretch up my legs. One of them old guys playing checkers. Buy a fishing charter. Take people out on fishing charters. Hey. Nice head. Thanks, you know? Yurko's body Easy. just looks like a catcher's mitt. Yurko's sitting on Cayocho's, drinking espresso. Yeah. <laughs> Boiler hanging out, smoking a cigar. Playing dominoes. 
I am a good domino player. That's fantastic. You know who loves dominoes? Jimmy Butler. I see him posted on his Instagram all the time. He's always playing dominoes. He loves I'm it. I'm not surprised. Jimmy's a pretty good follow on social media. Dominoes in the NFL locker room were big. Yeah? A lot of dominoes being played. Uh, all right, so what do we think? Bears, Saints. You, I don't think the Bears are winning this weekend. You don't think they're winning? No, I don't either. think they're winning either. I Especially got shorthanded. I mean, do I think they're going to win? I got 16 on New Orleans. What do you think I think is going to happen? Oh, yeah, that's right. You said it. You got 16 on New Orleans. I, I, yeah. I think New Orleans is going to win. It's my most confident play of the week. Yeah. Not against the spread, just a, a win and losses. I, I, I can't pretend like the Bears are going to compete. 24-14 New Orleans. I can't do it. 24-14. I, I don't think the Bears score seven points. Whoa, come on. Really? How? Scoring seven points. How? Nerd. I mean, jeez. Garbage. The Steelers Garbage scored time. 20 last night. Then I mean, come on. I like. I don't know. I like. They'll get to. I think they'll get. They'll All get right. Set. When it happens, bring this back. That's true. This if discussion. If they kick two back. field goals, yeah, bring they, it back, Chris. The game finishes 24 to six. Eberflus. Okay. Oh. Here's Matt Eberflus meeting the media. Uh, that was cool for those guys to be out here. Um, obviously excited about the two-year contract extension for Andrew Billings. Uh, you know, he's done a really good job for us. You know, changing his body. You know, in the off season. You know, really working hard at that. And uh, obviously holding down the middle of our defense. Um, he's done an awesome job there. So congratulations to him. Also congratulations to Mercedes Lewis. He's our honorary captain um, for the Saints. Uh, so certainly excited about that. Um, as you guys saw, Fields was back today. Uh, good to see him back at practice. Um, he's progressing day to day now. So it's, it's good to see him take that next step um, in that progression. Uh, he was dialed in on the game plan this whole week, as he's been the last couple weeks. And it's good to see him take that next step. As you guys see, he's doubtful for the game, uh, which is 51% out. Uh, but we'll see where it progresses um, through this weekend and on to uh, the start of next week as well. Uh, so that that's where he is. In terms of, uh, you know, Montez Sweat, his playing time, you know, he's been ramped up in there. Uh, it looks really good uh, during the course of this week. Um, he's been in there with our with our ones, with our twos, with our rush group, and uh, he's picking up things really fast. Uh, so we expect to play him and uh, at different spots, and we're excited where he is in his progression. Um, so he's, uh, he's he's played all along the line, and, and we're excited where he is right and left. So we're, we're excited where he is for this particular game. Um, and then Braxton Jones is still in his 21-day window. We'll see where that is. Look good this week. Um, and it's, it's positive, but again, we'll see where that is uh, going forward here in the next couple of days. Um, with that, we'll open up the questions. Is there a possibility Fields could play or start Sunday? It's like I said, it's doubtful yeah. uh, right now, and we're just letting it progress as it goes, and that's where we put it right now. So it's uh, it's good to see him throw out there today for sure. What would you need to see to make that determination? Yeah, he can play. Yeah, just more progression. Just more progression. Just more. Uh, working through it, you know, we got mock game tomorrow, and then go from there. But uh, again, he's he's healing up nicely, so that's good. It's still like a swelling, grip, strength thing. Yeah, but that's getting better. I mean, obviously, you guys saw him throw today, and and he's working through that, and we'll see where it goes. How about the short week? You get uh, can Fields play like Thursday, or would you rather like give him a ten another ten days after that? What is what's the assuming it's unlikely Sunday? What about Thursday versus? Yeah, that's really uh, dependent on uh, Justin. Uh, where his, his pain tolerance is when he throws, and then also the functionality of it, you know, where it goes from there. And then, um, again, that's day-to-day, and then the trainers, you know, where the trainers say he is, and then we work uh, work through it, and we look at it as a coaching staff and say, hey, this is where he is. He's he's accurate, looks good, everything looks on point, and uh, go from there. 
since Tyson's looked pretty solid, you know, by all counts, he's done a good job commanding the huddle, commanding the offense. Has that afforded you more time to let Justin get like all the way fully healthy rather than rushing him back? Yeah, we would do that anyway. We, we would give him all the time he needs to come back full and healthy. You know, they're all, we're always going to do that, but certainly having Tyson, you know, with the way he operates the offense and his, his functionality in our offense in terms of just operating, um, it's, it's been a big positive. Does, uh, does, uh, with Edmonds out, uh, um, uh, how much does that uh, affect you? And and, uh, and who do you put in that spot? Uh, yeah, I mean, Sanborn, Sanborn team. Yeah, Sanborn's our guy that's not, uh, in that position. Um, he's he's looked good in that position, you know, in the past. Um, he's got a lot of experience in there, and he played well for us last year. You know, so we expect to see him play in there. Edmonds' injury was one that looked really scary when it happened, and then he was running, and it was a little kind of a breathe a sigh of relief. But is he truly week to week, or do you think this might be extended? No, I think it's week. I think it's week to week. I think it's week. To, we'll see where it goes with the short week, though. You know, we'll see where that is, but it's certainly week to week, and uh, he's getting better every day. With Montez, you said playing him in different spots, yeah. moving him right and left. What does that do for you, having a player, a multiplier like that? Like, does that open up? Anything else for you to do? Yeah, it really does. It, it opens up a lot of things. You know, you can you can do a lot of things with a caliber player like he is. Um, and you know, we've had some you know in the past that were like that, that were the premier players like that. We certainly try to enhance and put them on the matchups that we want um, along the line. So that's important to do. Is there a way to say how much closer Braxton is this week? Because it's a neck injury. So I mean, if he's functional, it would seem like he'd be able to play. He didn't last week. What do you have to see between without even playing for him to, to know that he's good to go? Yeah, just what he's doing in practice. You know, he practiced you know the last couple of days and looks good. And we'll circle the wagons with uh, with the staff and with the with Dre and all those guys and see where it is. But it's, it's positive. With Montez, obviously, he creates some decisions for opposing offenses. Like, do they slide towards Montez? Do they slide to Yannick? But beyond that, is there anything about Montez's game specifically that that can help Yannick get going or some of the other guys on the line get going? Yeah, I believe that uh, with a, with a caliber player like that, I really think that he's going to enhance everybody, you know. And like you said, it's it's certainly you know he gets some attention, uh, but also you know the detail he has in his technique, you know. And then you know, of course, Yannick is is very detailed in his technique as well, and so are the other guys. But again, when you bring a guy that's that's had a lot of success, um, who have a different view and a different way uh, to talk about things and talk about technique. And we're excited to be able to learn and grow as a group from that. It, uh, um, um, Brian, Brian Pulse was down here the other day, and he gave, you know he was asked about about you, about your status, his belief in you. He gave you a really huge vote of confidence and support. Uh, did you see that? Did you hear that? If you did, what was your reaction to that? To getting it was very vigorous. Yeah, I didn't hear it right away. I heard it the next day. But uh, again, that's uh, that's powerful, you know. And I, I feel the same way about him. You know, he is he is a strong man, a strong leader. Um, he does an excellent job. We work hand in hand uh, to really have that leadership in the building and through the whole organization, along with Kevin and George and, and everybody else. And, and that's where culture comes from. You know, uh, the, the relationships that we have together, you know, uh, him and I and all four of us. And then really that kind of just goes through the whole building. And I think that's an important part to have. I know you're confident in your ability and yourself and stuff like that. But do you, is it good? Do you need to hear that from from your boss, I guess? Uh Especially at this point, given you know the realities of where you are now, do you kind of need that? To- well, I would, uh, yeah, I'll just say this, Mark, that, uh, you know, the things that I talk about with the players is, number one, model the behavior you want to see, right? Be an inspiration to others, 
right? And then the last thing I talk to them about is you have the ability to uh, to challenge each other, but with that, you also have to encourage. You know, so when you're giving encouraging words to each other, that's building each other up rather than tearing each other down, and that's what we're here to do as teammates, as and as an organization. I asked you, I think, Monday about the hits. You're listening to WMVP AM Chicago. Matt Eberflus meeting the media in Lake Forest. I meant to refer to the tackling issues you had last week and the the fact that fundamentals were kind of at the root of it. And I guess my question is, shouldn't fundamentals be instilled by now where it's a week to, where there's not a problem with that? I mean, a lot of these guys have played a, uh, one off season and eight games or two off seasons and 23 games and. Uh, not to be too critical, but I mean, do you feel like, isn't, isn't that something that what you teach, that should be, that feels like from the outside, that should be there. That shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, that, that's a great, that's a, that's a, you're making a good point. I would say this though, that, you know, this game is about those fundamentals and you have to keep those sharp, you know, all the way through. And, and they, they'll, they'll go up. I've had a lot of great defenses where they, they'll do this and they'll do like that, do this. And you always got to stay on the fundamentals of the game. And you got to keep sharpening those those tools and sharpening those skills because they do win and lose games. And uh, you, you know you saw that. We got to make it. You know when we do it right, it looks right. You know, and we got to keep doing it right. Because the issue for you, for any coach, but I think especially you, you're big on fundamental. Is 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 what you're teaching getting through? Are you getting through to players? And and I frankly, I just I don't know if there's as much evidence as maybe we'd expected at this point in year two. And I'm wondering if you think that. There needs that you need to do more to get through and get a better reaction from your players of what you're teaching. Yeah, we just keep improving every single week. You know, we feel that we're building. You know, we're building on this thing. And you know, the last few weeks on defense, we've really played well. You know, obviously our last our last game, we did not play as well as we wanted to um, to start that game. But uh, again, we saw improvement going into the last few weeks. And again, those things have got to be worked on every single week by the entire group on offense and defense and special teams. They just cited the improvements, but if you see a problem showing up, you know, week after week, a similar problem, maybe year after year with a specific player, do you change your messaging? Do you change the teaching points at all to try and get through to that player in a different way? Yeah, you just work with them. Like I've always said, it's a partnership between the coach and the player. Um, I remember way back when I was uh, coaching linebackers in Dallas, you know, we had an issue with guys getting cut. You know, they're getting cut. And, man, we just drilled it and worked on it. And, you know, for the last three or four years I was there, it was, it was really hard to get at our legs because we just worked at it. And uh, it was something that we really drilled and worked on. And that's what the job of the position coach is, uh, for them to partner with those guys, you know, and as me as the head coach to make sure that those things are improving every single week. Eddie Jackson last week was kind of, uh, you know, use an emergency type of right. status. Is that similar? Is he better this week? Or no, yeah. Address that? Like, will he start? Uh, yes, he will start. Yep. And he, we're excited where he is. Um, and he had a good week of practice. Was it surprising? Because I know for a long time it was trending positively. You avoided something more major. Did it surprise you at all that it took him a little bit to get to this point? Eddie, you're referring to? Yeah, I mean, everybody heals differently. You know, everybody heals differently, and, and he was working through it, and he was trying, you know, he, no one wanted to play more than him. You know, so uh, he worked through it, and he's in a good spot now. With the run defense, that is an area where you guys have improved a lot, especially looking last year to this year, I think top five now in the league. How important has Billings been specifically to to shoring up that run defense? Yeah, you know, it always starts in the middle. You know, I, I think I've said that before. You know, it starts with those tackles inside because if you own that inside, you it's a, it's a big part to hold that point in the middle of your defense, and he is a big part of that. 
but it does take everybody. You know, you work it to the ends. The linebackers are secondary. To be elite, it really takes everybody to do it. And your secondary's got to do a great job of cupping the ball. Man, who, whose idea was it? Whose idea was it to change his body? That seems like that's a huge factor for him that you don't normally see when you sign a free agent is literally fitting him into what you do. Whose idea was that, and and just how important? Was yeah, I think he understood. Not journeyman, but he was a, you know not not a star. Not yeah, I think he understands. You know, we start laying out the standards of how we operate and how we practice, and you're gonna you know like we always say you're gonna run in practice, and we're gonna we expect you to finish every play. Um, I think he bought into that. You know, and he he went to the nutritionist and went to our performance staff and figured out what do I have to do so I can do that because I know that's the standard. And uh, a credit to him. You know, he had to work his tail off, you know, on it, and he's done a great job. Did you or Ryan identify that as the as an issue, as something you had to do, or who, where did it where did it come from? The idea that he had to change his yeah, mind? absolutely. It's always going to be us working with the player, uh, identifying what he needs to work on and what the improvement needs to be, and then a credit to him. He took ownership of it and got it done. Thanks, man. Thank you. Uh, that coach, Justin throwing, and uh, it's going to be about pain tolerance, it sounds like, and things like that for getting back next week, but uh, maybe on track when, even though they're going to be playing on the short week when the Bears take on the Panthers. But, uh, yeah, that was the news of the day, especially the last uh, 30 minutes or so, some of the video from inside the Walter Payton Center with Justin uh, throwing the football. So, okay, let's get back to the shop. Well, first, uh, how about the yeah. thank yous, right? Yeah, let's show the cross off with the boys in a minute here. But yeah. uh, thank you for coming out to Buffalo Wild Wings Tinley Park. We love uh, the collaboration here for these football feasts with B-Dubs and Miller Lite. Thank you. Uh, we're going to give away those bear tickets in a little bit. We did the toast. Thanks to Mike North for joining us with the bonus play. Chris Black and Sean Graney back at the shop. Abdallah with us here. Black and Abdallah, you guys are good tonight, right, Adam? Six o'clock, right after Wild Six o'clock. Uh, Emma and Josh from our promotions team. Thank you, guys. As always, and now we can shoot back to the studio. Yeah, can, can I say a quick Sylvie. thank you? Yes, you. I'd can. like to say thank you to Mark Potash yes. for letting us all sit in on his uh, his one on one with Coach Everflu. Uh, the Coach's Show with Mark Potash, brought like to you it. by. Good call, boys. Good call. Bust his balls next Potsy time. was <laughs> ready, huh? Potsy yeah. Potsy's, Potsy's always ready. I'd like to yield my time to the gentleman uh, over there in the corner, Mark Potash. I think he's been feeling himself, though, the last couple of weeks a little bit more. I think this week especially he's feeling himself (laughs) a little bit. Uh, We love Potsy. Thank you. Uh, All right, I'm sorry. um, Crosstalk is brought to you by Club Hawthorne and the batting bars, and you can uh, watch and wager all weekend long on the Breeders' Cup. Uh, It is today and tomorrow, 14 races, $28 million. How about that? Make me some money, Johnny. Jim Miller gave some plays in the odds couple, so nice. make sure you listen to the podcast. Awesome. How are you guys? Good. Great, good, good, good. great job yesterday. Thank another you, another good time. At, thank uh, you for coming, guys. Yeah, at uh, Bourbon and Bacon. Thank you, and thank you for your support. Love having you guys there. Glad you were there. Sylvie, you've been drinking a little whiskey. Oh, Wine really? and whiskey, which was a, uh, I got to admit, which was a strong move, Sylvie. Like, little double a, bubble. Yeah, a little double bubble yeah, going. Double I, bubble like, okay. going. I, I actually did not uh, take part no. in any bourbon. I drank only wine last night. I saw you holding uh, your Glen Karen, your, or your uh, your tasting glass. You didn't have anything in there? It was empty, yeah. I, then I uh, oh. put it on the, put it on a. Uh, he secretly I, I, put it on the shelf so that no one would see him not tasting I any I thought he was double fisted. I'm like, look at Sylvie. No, I had a few man. glasses of wine, though. I mean, look, I'm not a bourbon guy. That's, uh, okay. you know, is, so Did I, you get I, a ride home with the boss drank, again drank this year? No, I took an Uber home. Did you? Yeah, I took an Uber home. You know what I, we got to do, Sylvie? Like some sort of uh, tequila and tacos or something. I don't know. We, uh, that's do not bad. 
right? Like, because Sylvie loves tequila. By the way, my dad gave me a good bottle to give to you. He wanted you to have it. So there's a bottle of tequila with your name on it. I, I saw the entire him. DeFalco family, your brothers, yeah. your mom, your dad. The clan was all out. Yeah. yeah. My, uh, yeah, my one of my Yurko's crew was there. there as well. Oh my God, the Bambage boys! Oh, yeah. boy, I did not run boy. into the Bambage brothers. Oh, yeah. you were you were hiding from them. They were looking for you. Yeah. Yeah. Were they? You were they were looking for you. Was, they want to know where's Sylvia. They are. Go, he's here, guys. There's something. I go. I think he's got Coach Fitz cornered. <laughs> yeah, Coach Fitz was there. He had Fitz cornered over there. Coach Fitz was there. Sylvia was interrogating him <laughs> like a prosecutor. I was not interrogating was Coach Fitz like Letitia James, the prosecutor in New York. What are you talking about? I like to yield yeah, my time. No. You know, Sylvia, always inquisitive. Yeah, that's always. true. He's an inquiring I'm, mind. Nothing wrong with I'm, that. I'm inquiring mind, for sure. That is too funny. Um, all right, so what's going on, boys? How are we feeling? No uh, Eddie Jackson. No Jaquan. No Eddie no, Jackson. No Eddie Jackson. Eddie ready to go. Play. He's starting. I thought you told me no. No, he, uh, Patsy oh, asked right. him. He said he's starting. Britsker, then I thought we Britsker? were going Britsker. Britsker, and Ed, that, yeah, Britsker. Someone's been drinking. Somebody, are you here? Yeah, I thought Adam said no. I thought you uh, said I am all right. Spider. You said you're all right. Spider. I never said Eddie Jackson. Oh, all right. So I no. Said Brisker, Davis, and Edmonds. And Ed, well, Edmonds. we talked about Edmonds, but yeah. I thought you said Eddie Jackson. Edmonds. All right, no, so that's so good. Miller so Miller Lights starting. <laughs> yes. Miller Lights must be a buck and a quarter today down yeah, there. Yeah, well, they're five dollars. All right, so Eddie. Five dollars for four. No. Jaquan Brisker, no Tremaine Edmonds. Okay, so Eddie's back. That helps. But, man, it's like it feels like you're in deep again. You know, back up really kind of for the, the first defense, time. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't count kind of going on the road to play the Chargers. You know, we talked about that a lot last week. This will be a much more hostile environment and a hostile crowd towards the Bears. Against pretty good defense, like you yeah. said, Sylvie. So, I don't know. It feels like they're in deep a little bit. Uh, I, I think that what I took from this conversation that he had with Potsy was um, that uh, Justin probably is back sooner rather than later. My, you know, I think best, Thursday. Yeah, my guess, Carm, was going to be the week after this Thursday night game. But if he's out there throwing the football, there's probably a really good chance that he's playing yeah. against the Carolina, uh, Carolina Panthers. Yeah, that's what I would think, right? I mean, it's not like you... And to say well in the short week, I mean, it's not like he needs to be brought up to right. speed. He didn't lose his legs. No, right. right. Yeah. yeah, like he's your another starter. Week, he just yeah. counts. Like, yeah, if he, it's if just, he's on the cusp now and he gets another almost week here from yeah. today, yeah. he should be ready to go. Yeah, I would think so. I would think next Thursday. Uh, throwing the football today is probably a pretty good sign. But, yeah, that that doesn't – It's I don't know. I, I don't have much confidence for this all, game this weekend. All I saw, though, was, you know, kind of lofting the ball and kind of just – yes. It, when you got to step back and plant your foot and rip one, I'm not yeah. talking a fart. I'm talking about like a 16-yard in route. Um, you, you better be able to hang on to the football. So there's a big difference between being able to, you know, just kind of lob it out there and be able to stick it in a spot. Or when someone yeah. comes comes by and tries to swipe at the oh, football. Yeah. You know how people are in this league. I bet you oh, Johnny yeah. knew everybody's injury on Sunday and oh. where to attack. Oh, hell yeah. You know, they, they know what to take a piece of. Exactly. You went coming um, in and you, trying to slap that ball away. You guys excited for uh, in-season basketball tournaments? We're going to – so we purposely did not research the, the exact rules of the NBA tournament, okay? Yeah. Yep. So we're going to – at 5.30 today, uh, Justin Pottinger is going to quiz us okay. on what we think the setup is, like uh, how, how you advance – or, 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 like, what they're playing for tonight even. 
Um, I think like just a point or something. Aren't yeah, you? Really? Kinda, really? Don't, we're we're kind of we're, we're like, like, treating this the okay. way we treat hockey, uh, you know, with, like, like, with an inquiring we're, mind. We're going to try and, and workshop this yes. thing. Like, what 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 is up? Because I don't believe I probably would say that ninety five percent of our listeners oh, don't yeah. know the format or what they're playing for or how you I win mean, it or Adam, you win you guys, did you guys know that the uh, the rim is lower too mm-hmm. to promote feet, yeah. to promote dunking yeah yes. to promote dunking and to the uh, there's a five dunking. point line too you raise actually, your hand if you give a rat's ass Adam quizzed us on who's in like the bulls pod we didn't even know ah, that yeah, yeah. stop yeah. with the pods I don't they, this is what it. we're talking about I don't like, we don't even it. know about stop. pods and hey. stuff well, well, this is what it. we're talking about. Tommy. Yeah, Yurko, this what is a brilliant got, idea. What do you got? Uh, you you got to find out exactly where they're putting the trampolines <laughs> for the super dunk. <laughs> and you get to tap in your uh, your uh, mascot. Every team gets to tap in with the that's mascot. Funny. You that's betcha. Pretty, that's pretty funny. That would be good. I actually like that idea. That's good. All right, so I take it you're not that jacked up for it. I'm not either. I think I don't get the whole thing. It's uh, you know. look. It's a regular season game anyway. They That's would be playing. Is, they is would, it or isn't it? Well, they would be playing this game anyway. So well, if you can enhance it for ten percent of the crowd, if if one out of every ten people buy into this, you, you've done something a little bit more. You've got to play the Nets anyway. Like that's what I used to say about people who were tired of interleague play. Oh, I don't like interleague play. Interleague play is, is worn out. It's welcome. Well, what do you want? The Sox in Kansas City for another game? I do not no, want the Sox you want the with Cubs, anybody. You want the Cubs and Pirates again nope. for more? Like, well, well, Less Pirates, so, so more better. You, like, you've got to play 162 anyway. Yeah. They're trying to make it more. They're trying to make one or a few of the 82 a little more interesting. If you don't buy into the tournament... It's one of 82 like it, it's normally been. What do you think their, like, idea of a successful campaign or rollout of this is? Like- the, the, the players care more. That's what oh, they care. That's, that, the, that's- that the players are into playing harder. Man- How does that manifest? So, like, they play harder? Yes. Cash money. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, that, that they, they take a regular season game in November and December yeah. more seriously and... It enhances the product that's watchable on television. Nobody is going to do that organically. The only way that you do that is if somebody puts a little extra change in your pocket. Aren't they doing that? I guess. Yes, that's the key. It's not because we're trying. It's not because we're trying to create anything other than we're inspiring our teams by giving them cash if they win. That's exactly. Here you go. Nothing wrong with that. If you're not, no doubt, there's nothing wrong with it. But there's no inter inter season tournament without somebody getting greased. No. Period. End of story. Yeah. Because it doesn't add anything. No one's playing the sport unless they're getting greased. Well, I mean, I mean extra. What, what do you mean? Extra, yes. That's true. On top Somebody of- loved the game. Some people, guys, just love to play the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, how about, I didn't see it last night, but how about Wemby? Wow. Two, uh, two weeks, two, uh, two games in a row. They beat the Suns, and he had like 38 last night. Great. There's, like, there's great young players in the NBA that make it intriguing to me. I don't really need, but I guess you bring up an interesting point, Sylvie. Like, if you increase it for, if you hit one out of every ten fans, like, will they be happy with that? Nah, maybe that's a good point. Maybe they will. I don't know. I mean, there's so many good young players in the league. I like watching the NBA. It doesn't matter if they're playing a right. season tournament or not to me. I don't know. I that's don't, what, that's I don't, all I'm saying is, like, yeah. if you're going to, like, crap all over tonight, oh, it's Bulls in Brooklyn, and you're going to say, oh, I, this tournament's stupid. <laughs> 
the Bulls in Brooklyn Nets would still be playing tonight at the United Center. Yeah, I like tournament or not, they would still be playing in November. They're not doing anything differently, except they're making it as part of an in-season cup or tournament. Yeah, to try to to try to get the players a little more excited about playing harder during the regular season to, to make some of the dog days a little more yeah. interesting before Christmas, right? Don't I most guess. people say the NBA season doesn't start till Christmas? Yep, Christmas So they're day. trying to do something before Christmas to enhance the product. I can't, I can't rip that. Okay. All right, well that's, said. That's, that's me. Uh, all right, what else is up on the show, boys? Uh, what else do we have? A little football game in the uh, in wait. New Orleans this weekend. Well, I can't wait for that. I thought you were going to see a little football game in Frankfurt. That's, that one is uh, what, that, that's, that's good. We got a good. Yes, tell, we tell got them a good, what you're what you're calling it. Uh, it's morning wood. Okay, I like it. Yeah, well, I mean, if you wake up and you get a little bit of Chiefs and, and Dolphins, yeah. what, what are you? You're what a football you got? I thought you were going to say like morning Wienerschnitzel. No, morning no. wood. You wake Especially up. Especially if you're going to give the two points, you're laying the lumber. Yeah, you're I mean, waking you, up early. Yeah. And then what? all of a sudden you look and you're like, whoa, I got Chiefs and uh, Dolphins. It's and ooh, look, you look down and then you're like, I got some morning wood. Listen, when you're when you're playing in London and it's it's Jags and Falcons, you've got shriveled raisin. Yeah. You get the Chiefs and Dolphins in morning Germany wood. at 830 on Sunday morning. You got some morning wood, especially I'm, if you've got the Chiefs minus two. I'm looking forward to it. Are you laying two with the Chiefs? I think I am. Okay. I think I am. We want I to am. talk about the Steelers. I think I'm laying to start the oh, Dude, I, the, the, I talked to Yurko about them. You guys. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm sure you guys are aware, but like, oh, yeah. just, they are. They They're are top of it. They are historically an outlier at this point. Mm-hmm. That's and what it, it, they're confounding. It's incredible, Sylvie. We, we touched on it just a little. I mean, they are being outgained by over 100 yards per game. That is staggering. And to be 5-3 and three is just like, how? Hmm. It's crazy, dude. Is that, Carm, let me, in the world of gambling, I don't know if they've, what, what is their uh, their cover AT, rate? ATS this year, I can check for you real quick. My, I guess my um, question would be, Carm, if you see something that looks like an anomaly, is this like a professional gambler in the second half of the season will go oppo, oh, thinking yeah. that the well, regression like, will occur? I think you're going to Because I'm looking to try to make some money. I think you're going to find uh, what does happen, too, if, like, they're laying points in certain... Like, yesterday, I didn't have any play one way or another, but, like, a team... Let's say they're laying... Let's say some weird thing happens where they're playing at home and they're laying points and they happen to be playing maybe a middling team, but, like, a team that's actually outgained its opponents. Like, that's where pro betters will look to jump all over um, the Steelers in, like, certain spots. Pittsburgh's always pretty good when taking points. Like I don't know that I'd want to be laying them with it right now. But they are five and three against the number. They got the same ATS record. Are they? They're straight up one loss record. Yeah, they're five and three. But man, oh man, it's you talk about a weird, bizarre team. And like Yurko always says, what what happens is when you you stay at least close, anything can happen in these games. And they generally keep it close because their defense the is defense so, so is good. good. And TJ Watt can just like make a play or two that, and he seemingly does it every week, that just changes the game. It's mm-hmm. like, that's it. Now TJ will make a play, and we're going to end up winning. It's crazy. I thought Will Levis was pretty impressive. I mean, all things considered. I, I didn't think he wilted under the pressure. Obviously, he made, had to make a throw at the end of the game and threw the interception, which, you know, yeah. in, in a difficult situation. But uh, I thought for the most part, he's accorded himself quite well in his first yeah. two starts in the bigs. See how that looks as it continues to go. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, yeah. Good, it's a good question. Yeah. Carmen, yeah, by the way. Intercepted yeah. three times there. 
Did you uh, you 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 brought up Wemby? Did you hear yeah. Barkley with Wemby yesterday? Well, I heard from I don't know. I heard two nights ago when he asked him how to say churro. Oh yeah, that was that was, so that was that from was two Tuesday, nights ago. Okay. That was from two. It that was, was from the first. Uh, yes, That's hilarious. A, I just saw yesterday for the first. I didn't know that that was yeah. from a couple days ago. It was from a couple days ago. Did it you did so you hear about it? Here, take a listen to this. And then it turns out though that he didn't. He did know what it was after. Uh, oh, he after, did. I guess he came back and he said that. But here here was Barkley. And, Weminyama from a couple of days ago. Final question. How do you say churro in French? Churro? What is that? Churro. You know what churro is. You've been in San Antonio long enough. It's a dessert. It's, it's a, a dessert. dessert. This ass what it is. The long, the, the long donut. What? I've never heard of that. All right. San Antonio people, put me on that. Hey, sir. I'm sorry. We apologize right. for the way that NJ got that. Oh, my God. Appreciate you. You know, you talk about culture. Hey, you say donut. You want to say donut in French? It's so good, dude. Yeah, and then, like, you know the, the hook there, too, is that Barkley always makes fun of the women eating too many churro yeah, well, in San Antonio. Years ago, it was yes. started when he said, there's like, he said, Ernie, Ernie, what, what, what's your San Antonio? And he goes, the, the rodeo. The, the Spurs are on a long road trip. The rodeo. Oh, they're going to sell a lot of churros. And, and Shaq lost his mind. Yes. It's still one of the funniest things. Like, I, I can watch that at any point and just laugh hysterically. And Kenny's like, don't laugh at that. That's not funny, Shaq. And Shaq is dying. He's dying. Yeah. And Charles he's is, like hyperventilating. Charles is so good. And he's like, he goes, what does he say? He goes, uh, Victoria is definitely a secret. Though. <laughs> <laughs> All the biggins down in San Antonio. <laughs> Victoria is a secret. And Shaq, like, just play that and you laugh. He's like, dialed it is that back so recently a little bit, hasn't he? He's the only one who can yeah. get away yeah. with that. He's the only one who can yeah. get away JJ with that. JJ Reddick goes on the air. It's so it's good. One of the he's newer gone. media members. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> You're gone. It's so good. And Kenny's like, there are plenty of beautiful women in San Antonio. Don't laugh at that, Shaq. And Shaq's dying. I mean, it's just like he's beside himself. It's so great. Um, all, right. all right. Justin we... Justin just met the media, too. We're going to play that okay. when we come back. All right. Very good. Uh, so. Real quick here. We just got news on a giveaway. We got, uh, real quick, guys, Caller 20 wins. Um, what are they calling this, Adam? This is the... The Summer the su- of 99 Tour. Oh, God, the, yeah. summer, so the Summer of 99 Tour. It's Creed with three doors Ooh. down. Yeah. That's the Summer yeah. of 99 Tour, baby. Let's caller rock. 20 right now will win tickets. Uh, simple Caller 20. That's uh, it. Take that. three, one, two, three, 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 three. me higher. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to go to that concert. Really? Me I'm too. I'm so excited. Let's I'm so go. excited. Let's get a right. box. You guys have, uh, you're going to play Justin Field, team at the media. You guys have a great show. Have a good weekend, all right? You got it. Everybody uh, have a good weekend. Waddle and Sylvie get you home next. Yeah, good to see you guys.